Perspectives. Perspectives. Are you tired of working nine to five? Tired of making money for someone else? Feel like you went to school for how many years and only have debt to show for it? Ready to just run away to some island and call it quits? Come talk to me. We trying to rebuild Black Wall Street. This is for us, by us. Hey everybody, this is Perky of Perky Perspectives. Welcome back, we're here. This is Perky and I have Eli G with me. What's going on y'all? And we're going to discuss just like everything that we've been doing for April and you know the what's been going on and some of the stuff that we personally have gotten into. So first, before we get into that, I want to thank all my listeners. I know... I have my my sporadic recordings, but this is an ongoing process, and it's a lot going on. So I want to say thank you for listening, thank you for tuning in, and for anybody that's new, you can tune in on Radio Public, on Patreon, on iTunes, Google Play, everything, (laughs) and I have a Periscope as well. So it's a lot of ways to tune in, and... Yeah, so recently, what was it, last Friday, we went to a vegan taste testing, and it was pretty good. It was with one of the vendors, Margie Cox. She's going to be doing the vegan food at our 420 event, the For Us Bald and Beautiful event. Mm -hmm. So we went over, and we got to taste some of her food, and it just turned into, like, it kind of felt like it turned into a town hall meeting. Yeah, the com- the conversation topic was really good. Not to mention her food was excellent. I, I don't eat vegan, but I liked it a lot. Um, so I'm excited to have her at the event on 420. Yeah, and it was cool because it was a very good mixed crowd of people in the room. You know, we, we had some people who were in the theology field. We had some people who... I don't know, some business people, some property owners, people young, people old. Mm-hmm. All kinds of people. Yeah. All black, but all kinds. Oh, yeah. Definitely all black. So that was pretty cool. Um, and then one of the topics... Sorry, I'm making my tea, you guys. Um, so one of the topics was unity. 
that seemed to be a recurring theme. And basically, well, you kind of started that one. <laughs> you got everybody all at a tent hut. And yeah, just trying to get, just trying to reach out to enough people and help them get on the same track. We're not even on the same track, just on a moving forward track. Because moving forward looks completely different for everybody. But um, just to reach everybody and how we can reach everybody, that was the main, the main topic. Yeah. And I think what was good about the combo was that we all seem to understand that people come from different places in their lives but you know it's just about the end goal and how do we get there and it seems like that has been something we've been talking about a lot since maybe like the Orlando trip when we was talking about missions mm-hmm. and like everybody and being on the same mission mm-hmm. and not I being agree. too selfish and if everybody play their part if everybody play their role and not really worry about what's going on outside of our mission if everybody do what they're supposed to do, we can get there quicker. But it's gonna take collective. It's gonna take all of us collectively to really be able to get there. Right. And we know we know how to organize and come together because, you know, recently with the passing of Nipsey Hussle, we saw almost all of L.A., almost all of the country, come together and rally behind him and his family. And the streets was basically shut down on the 11th. Mm-hmm. So. You know, we know we can unify and work towards a common goal. And I think now is the time. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I feel like people get together if they feel like it's important. And Nipsey's passing was important, but that shouldn't be the only reason why we shut down the city like that. We should be able to shut down the city for everybody's children, for the way the school systems are, you know, teaching our kids for... The way the police is treating us. What you they know. doing to our food. Exactly. Chemtrails. Chemtrails in the sky. We come together, you know. I'm not saying Nipsey's death wasn't, you know, powerful. Like, it wasn't, like, it didn't mean anything to us. That's not what I'm trying to say. I'm just trying to say that we need to be able to come together on more reasons, not just that. Mm-hmm. We need to come on because it's it's relevant to us every single day. We know what the police is doing. We know what the food is doing. We know how the schools is doing, but is is that not important enough to get together and really build our own businesses and pay for our own community so we actually own these streets and we actually own these buildings so when all of our kids in this neighborhood grow up, they all have access to what they need. I feel like that's extremely important, and we need to get the message out that we need to come together for that exact reason. Right, and we need to continue doing what we've we're cherishing him for, basically. Like, I feel like when he passed away, we started to learn the 105,000 million things that he was doing. Right. And, and we should have already known. That part. And then also, it's like we got really excited to hear about it and to know that he was doing those things. So it's like, okay, if you're excited to know he were he was doing it, Shouldn't we be continuing it? Right. Shouldn't we be starting it ourselves if you haven't already? I was going to say, if you're not already doing it, you should reach out to people that are doing it, people that have been having similar conversations as, you know, Nipsey's music was saying. Because now that, you know, it's a moment of time that we are remembering him, we're playing his music more, and we really get to understand what he was doing, why he was doing it, and how he was doing it. So now we're starting it, right? We're talking about it more. We're talking about the Dr. Sebi. We're talking about all this stuff more, but how long is it going to 
continue? Is right. it is it gonna be for a couple weeks? We in the streets and we un and it's like unity and you know all this other stuff. And then two weeks later, as if it never happened, we start a lot and then we stop a lot. And that goes for all aspects in life. We create every market. We put all the money into every single market, and then we get bought out of that market because we don't know, we don't have the education or we don't have the financial education to really sustain a business. So we let this other person come in and then they buy it from us. So we're back to square one. We need to start and finish and complete what we start. So I think the what we should be talking about now, going off of that, is setting up goals and learning how to tap in. So I think one of our first goals is the education, like what he was speaking on. Because for some of the, you know, if, if we're working as our community. So I'll speak for us right now. We're in the community of L.A., specifically like our South Bay, you know, areas. But, you know, we want everybody to start tapping in. So we got to reach our community level. And we're going to just assume that we're at the low level. And that means we need to first start with education. So I think a good thing that we should all do is go look up meetups. You know, go look up small the SBA, Small Business Association. Go find black people in your community that are doing the same thing. Go ask. I mean, one good way to find out is to speak to people. I know just by talking to people, I find out the 18,000 things that they're doing and the people that they know and that's like how you start building your own knowledge is by just seeing what's around you and seeing what people are already doing around you. So I think that should be our first goal is the education. And by doing so, we support each other because we're going to each other's meetups or sister circles or groups or brotherhoods or whatever it is that we have going on. And then that's one way that we start to unify so that it doesn't just happen to where we only are together for like a month right or or i know of a black business so i only use this one black business that's good but like she said we need to be able to reach all of our resources and tap into all the people that have done this because i build my business from my experiences plus your experiences plus someone else's experiences that have already done what i want so speaking out and reaching out i think is very major um i think you should tell them about the idea for the the catalog mm-hmm. that we're going to be or that you are going to be putting together so as far as all the local people in your area whatever mm-hmm. area that may be i mean you said it right them. it's we it's it's definitely like we said as we start to network and that's how i'm really putting together this catalog i speak to you i speak to anybody that is black and black owned or knows of black and black owned resources so that for us and that's the brand because that's you know, what we're under, you guys, is for us. And so that wherever we go, we know what's for us. And that's how we are going to start doing it. So if you are an entrepreneur, you have your own business, or you're trying to start your own business, or you would like to support a business, please send in the information to me. My Instagram is perkysexycool. My um, email is perkyperspectivespod at gmail. All my handles are in the description if you cannot understand me. <laughs> so reach out and send it to me. I would like to, excuse me, add it to the listserv. And when you do that, make sure you clarify what the location is and maybe the industry 
the business is in. So like if it's in the health industry, does skincare or something like that, just let me know. Um, and then I guess we could talk about the event a little bit. Yeah, I'm 420. Yeah, the bald and beautiful. Mm-hmm. So Forrest is having a 420 event. It is to highlight women and our unique hair expressions, specifically if you have shorter hair, whether it's bald fades, tapers, you know, bantu knots. I don't, I don't know. There's so many different ways. We just want to highlight the different ways we express. But it's not limited to just people with short hair. It's just giving them a platform right now because sometimes shorter hair women don't get honored as much. And so we just want to make sure everybody feels special. And we're going to be doing a raffle. And there's a lot of good stuff going into the raffle right now. So I'm really excited for that. It's going to be like an Easter basket because Easter is the next day. Uh, what else? Oh, so we're going to have a live DJ, a vegan food vendor. I'll be doing a podcasting. We'll have um, accessories such as sunglasses, hair care vendor. Um, it's going to be nail art happening, 420 friendly, makeup. There's a lot of stuff happening. And body butters. I'm going to have my body butters. I've been working on those. I'm really excited. Perspectives. Yeah. yeah. The world's been waiting for those. I was watching her make them. Y'all in for a treat. I know. I was like, do you have any more skin space? (laughs) (laughs) As I was making the body butters, it was like, you know, I'm trying to get into the containers and there's like some left over and I'm like, I don't want to waste it. Give me your ankle. Give me your elbow. (laughs) (laughs) The dryest. Give me your knee. Right. Like what's dry? It's like, I don't know. I'm super slippery. (laughs) Got my knees super smooth and soft. Right. We're going to be looking blessed. (laughs) We're going to be 85 and people are going to be like, how old are you? 20? Like, thank you. (laughs) <laughs> I found a found a youth, you guys. I did. So, yeah, it's going to be a nice event. I'm really excited. It's be a lot of fun. Yeah. And it's the first of many. The next month in May, the theme for that event is, well, one is going to be centered around mothers. And the theme for that event is going to be pedestals. You know, if you want to uplift anybody, especially, especially a mother figure in your life, that would be the perfect event. But if you're a vendor, if you would like to participate, it's going to be a giveaway every month, whether it's tied to an, an event or if it's just tied to an hol- a holiday, we're going to do some sort of giveaway every month. So if you're not in the L.A. area, and we'll probably be doing the same event also in the East Coast, maybe in New York. If you're not in either one of those areas but want to participate, please reach out. Tap in, tap in. You let us know what we can do or how we can help, and that's how we can bridge that gap. Um, on that note, I do want to say if you if you or any anyone out there has workshop ideas, um, um, any kind of ideas where you want to reach out to the youth or reach out to the community, you might have an might have an idea, but you don't know where to go or how to start. Reach out to us. Um, me personally, I want to create a workshop for children with speech impediments. So um, I don't know exactly where to start just yet, but I guarantee Perky and I are going to start and we're going to get that up and going. So if you have anything that you want to reach out to your com- community with, um, reach out to us. We would love to help in any way. Yeah, and, you know, some stuff we have a lot of ideas and the starting points are a little, you know, blurry and mm-hmm. that you might relate to that as well. So I think if you 
if you hear us speaking about something too and your mind has been on that idea or you've had dreams on that, like we can collab because the whole point of for us is to make sure that we have these things within within our community. It doesn't necessarily have to be something that I, you know, watch over fully. Mm-hmm. You know, I might just help it come to life for you and then you continue it on mm-hmm. and then that's how we collaborate. I think it's a community effort. You know, it's not Yes, ownership is important. We're going to continue to talk about ownership all the time. All the time. But it's a push-up game for sure. Exactly. And so, you know, let us know. Like he said, he wants to work, make a workshop around speech and helping children build their confidence. And not mm-hmm. just children, but everybody build their confidence. Right, right. Around speech and speaking in front of other people. Um, I still want to continue to do the sister circles and the love period. Mm-hmm. Um women, hygiene, everything like that. I want to continue doing that. So if there's anything that you do around that as well, let me know. We travel. We're passport ready. Passport. (laughs) The paid on vacation series is coming out soon. Don't worry. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Midnight power chat. Midnight power chats. We got a lot in the works for y'all. Right. A whole lot. (laughs) Is this the first one? This is probably, well. The second, I think. I think we did one. But that was unofficial. Was That's it? true. It was not official. That was not official. Mm-hmm. And then this one is not really either because this one is really a wrap up mm-hmm. around the vegan taste testing. So right. I feel it's more official than the other one, but I do understand it what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But our next one is going to be like the official premiere. Elite. Elite. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we'll probably do that one on video as well because right mm-hmm. now my space is looking a little messy. Not my fault. <laughs> but. Yeah, next one for sure. So, yeah, the reason why we got on the recording, so I guess we'll get to the main point and this will be our wrap-up, was to go over the vegan taste testing event in, like, specific detail, kind of, like, from our own point of view. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to start by saying that it was a cool experience. I didn't have any expectation. Well, <laughs> it was definitely different for me than it was for you because I first invited her to be a vendor once she told me that she does vegan food. And so that got me really excited. And then she then went to invite me. And this is Margie Cox I'm speaking about. And then she went to invite me to her vegan taste testing. So I was like, okay, I'm thinking like I get some exclusive <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm dope like that. Like, I had my own exclusive vegan taste testing. But it was actually like, you know, a table of people. And that was in the intent for her to get more opinions on her food. Now, for some reason, I thought she told me 12, even though I could have easily looked at my phone and seen that it was two. But I was just running around. So I got there really early. And I was like, hey, <laughs> nobody's here. <laughs> And um, she then told, well, she asked me to run to the store. So I felt like I ended up, you know, it was like a blessing in disguise that I got there early because I was able to help her run errands. And then I was able to help her like with the last minute meal prep that she had to do for her meat, her meals. And so that was good. And then I was there when people were arriving. And so it was really lovely. And then that's how we started like our own little combo. And we got super deep for a second. (laughs) Uh, her son came, who's a bishop, and I'm actually going to go on live with him tomorrow. We're going to talk about some stuff as well as the event on Facebook. His name is Bishop Damed, I can't Brooks, I believe is his last name. And so, yeah, I'm going to be on live with him tomorrow. But, yeah, so then that's kind of around the time you arrived. 
and we started talking about unity specifically, but mm-hmm. I feel like, well, what were we talking about? Oh, I don't remember what I think exactly we were talking about guidance. Well, I spoke about guidance, and you guys will hear the clips. I'm gonna add what happened oh, at yeah, the yeah. end of this. Because so we recorded that conversation. Yeah, we recorded. You guys missed a little bit of the beginning because I was multitasking. But once I started recording, you guys will hear it. I'm gonna put it in right after this, mm-hmm. but. And I don't even think we planned on recording. Like, we didn't Mm-mm. plan on having that conversation. Mm-mm. We just planned on tasting the food. But I believe you may have started it. And then it just strung a very serious note about reaching out to the black youth because they we are dying too quickly. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of parents bearing their um, children. I know that topic was um, talked about. Mm-hmm. It was talked about um, Nipsey Hussle, about how all of what he was doing and how we need to get back on that same exact trend. Mm-hmm. Ownership the business mindset, um, you know, just kind of curating whatever's going to be able to get us to the next level. So right. we didn't expect it. So you just had to like real quick grab it and start recording like after mm-hmm. the conversation started because we both looked at each other and we like, okay, we got to record this right, right now. Right, I was like, oh, what am I doing? <laughs> right, this is good. This is some good stuff. <laughs> I was like, I'm the podcaster. I'm supposed to be on this. <laughs> but um, I know what got me thinking like, or at least something triggered me listening to you guys speak. And it, it made me put away the rest of my stuff that I was doing. And I was just like, um, I, I brought up something I spoke about before, I think, with somebody else. And it was basically how you can see in our youth sometimes. Maybe it's just in our business where, and maybe my, also my social work, I'm exposed to it a little bit more. Where you see that there's a lot of people that they're not really driven by anything. Mm-hmm. We and, can talk about that. Yeah, and I was wondering if it was not to blame anybody. I was just pondering if it was parents not having the time and the financial freedom to really help their children to realize their goals and be confident because we mm-hmm. get our confidence from our parents. Well, I don't want to say that some of us, a lot of it comes from a parent or a mentor mm-hmm. or, you know, a father figure, a mother figure. It doesn't have to necessarily be their the father. support, basically exactly. some sort of whoever's in, stability, whoever's in that you know, somebody you can lean on that mm-hmm. like can really Picks help. You up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't have that, you kind of stumble a little bit until you, figure out how to do it for yourself but you it's you always need it in some way you know so yeah i definitely think that that has led to the demise and they you know we can argue on the intent and who put it there and how the structures have led to broken homes and young you know children, young parents young parents and lack of financial stability or foundations but we have keys and we know this now, especially us know since we are starting our journey into financial literacy. Yes. We're starting to learn that some of this is literally right in front of our face. Right in front. Just because it wasn't handed to us in school or in college or in life in general doesn't mean that it isn't right there. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to bridge the gaps from the people that we look at as the, the riches of the rich to the people that we look at as the poor of the poor. Mm-hmm. We're here to bridge those gaps because it's just a lack of, it's, it's honestly just a lack of education. Mm-hmm. With anything, with any business, there's an algorithm that you have to learn. Once you learn it, everything works in your favor. We don't have these conversations enough. We don't have the management conversations. We don't have the ownership conversations enough. We have conversations of, oh, I have an idea, but I don't have any money. Okay, let me pay a company to invest in me, but now you just gave that company all of what's yours. Mm-hmm. And you and we don't get to 
if we don't get to keep it as long as we should. So or let's wait know. for somebody to recognize our value. That too. It's mm-hmm. a lot of that. And time is one of them things that you will never get back. Mm-hmm. We can condense kind of time frames, but we cannot get them back. Mm-hmm. So it's about definitely tapping in. And then on top of that, I would like to say is also trust. Um, making sure that we trust each other when we do. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know there's people that scam and people that have ill intent. So obviously use your intuition and your knowledge and don't be unwise on what you go into, especially when it comes into business. But I would say we have to be more trusting of our own people and not just any old white person with a suit. You know, they don't always have... You're in your best interest. Yeah, usually, never do. Yeah, it's like, I mean, <laughs> to be fair, exactly. it's like usually people look out for their own kind first. So it's just like, and that makes sense. you know, if he's coming to you, then think about all the people that they went to beforehand. Mm-hmm. But if you have a friend or a sibling or, you know, family or somebody you came up with that's coming to you with an opportunity and, you know, they're coming with good intent, look into it. Mm-hmm. You know, at least give them, give them your listening ear. And your support. And and one thing I've learned that Perky has taught me to ask questions. If it doesn't make uh, if it doesn't make complete sense to you, no matter who's telling it to you, if I'm the one that's explaining you, um, teaching you financial literacy, if you don't understand it, then ask me enough questions to where I get you to understand it. If you don't understand it on your own to where you can explain it to another brother that needs that help, I'm not doing you any justice. So unless you ask questions, you can ask me all you want. It's just going to push me to make sure that I'm as educated as I mm-hmm. need to be. So you asking questions holds me accountable because I got to know what I'm talking about, first of all. And it holds you accountable because now you know it. And now you can go look it up, too. Exactly. There's no excuses. You know, we can look it up together. Research is there. Exactly. And this is what we mean by the education. So, you know, we say all this to say that we had a really dope combo and then I stopped recording when we started really eating, but I did want to say she made some really good food. I don't know if I want to say everything she made. I think I don't remember the names of it. I don't it. know if she if we got it on my recording. I think we got it in video, but oh, she I made do have oyster it on mine, mushrooms. I was moving the food around while she was explaining it. Oh, okay. Mm. So we have video of that. We'll add that <sighs> to something. <laughs> yeah, somewhere. Somewhere. Y'all gonna see it Maybe somewhere. my website. Okay, good, good. So we had the oyster mushrooms. Those were so fire. Yeah, that, that was, was my favorite. I think that was my favorite dish. And she the made pineapple, pineapple fried rice. Yeah, I don't that even was like dope. pineapples. I'm one of the dudes that will not eat a pineapple pizza. It, I just won't do it. But that mm, rice. Girl, I'm on my face. I'm on my face. And it's warm. Disgusting. But her rice, though, it was. I wanted more. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. Good. It was really good. And then she had like some zucchini. It was green and yellow zucchini. Only reason I know that is because I had to go get it <laughs> from the store. So she had the green and yellow zucchini chopped up, you know, with some other like veggies, I think like onion and stuff like that. And then we had water with lemon and oranges and and, and, and uh, strawberry. Yeah, and some mint. That was pretty good. Uh, I think there's another dish that we can't. I feel like there was one more too. Did I eat it? Because I remember I was telling her, I'm like, some textures I'm going to have to get used to. Mm, the zucchini was the one that I think you said. Yeah, the, uh, definitely texture. that one. Uh-huh. I was like, I tried, though. Right, you did. <laughs> I tried a, a little bit of it all, too. And I'm not sure exactly what the last dish was, but when we get the video with the other audio, we'll, we'll be able to explain right. it better then. 
And it was good because one of her helpers was, I believe, a 13-year-old Young who was lady. vegan already. Yep. And had been vegan for a little and bit. And she was enjoying the food. Super enjoying like it. Like, her insides are probably the, the most healthy. Man, she going to look 13 forever? Forever. <laughs> well, I hope not. <laughs> look, like, look like a lady. <laughs> maybe we shouldn't be vegan? I'm just kidding. <laughs> just like, maybe we should wait till 20. No, no, definitely be healthy. <laughs> but, yeah, so... You know, and the way we all rallied behind Miss Margie was amazing. We all had a common denominator, which was Miss Cooper, and she had brought us all together, and she was loving all up on us. Oh, and shouts out to Miss Cooper. That's going to be loud. She that was, was the loving first all up time on us. I ever met her. Yeah. I, I, Hang I with Miss Cooper. Uh-huh. Loved her spirit. Yeah, she was, she's like a 70, I think she's like 74, 76, something like that. And she just moving. She doing business with people, encouraging other people to do business. If you tell her there's a need, she's going to try to help you find it. And I love that about her. It's a push-up game, y'all. We need more of that. Mm-hmm. Don't to get it out your mind that your neighbor wants to take from you. And all your neighbors stop trying to take from your neighbors. Only reason we think that another brother is trying to scam us is because it's probably happened. Right. So, Nip, really quick, I might get a little bit off of subject, but Nipsey Hussle explained the way, like, the hood mindset comes at the enemy, is what I'm trying to say, I guess. So, he's basically saying if a dude came to his hood and he killed one of his homies, we all know which hood it was, but but we don't know who actually killed him. So now we get in the car and we drive across these streets. I'm not in my hood no more. I'm in the enemy hood. I'm, I'm looking for whoever just killed my homie. I'ma pass up the person with a suit and tie. I'ma pass up the person walking with a briefcase. I'ma pass up the one who we call a square, but I'ma look for the dude that look like me, that walk like me, that talks like me. He look like he gangbang like me. Now that's the enemy. So now I'm trying to kill him. It's, you're, you're killing yourself. You're killing your other brother. So that's completely backwards. But that's a real society. Mm-hmm. That's a real mindset. And we need to break that. Because if you really look at exactly what I just said, repeating what he just said, that's kind of wild. Mm-hmm. We are really taking ourselves out. Mm-hmm. We're like taking ourselves out of the game that we need to be paying attention to. Right. And it's like just it's, it's, it's expectations and it's all perception. You know, if you perceive your your neighbor to be somebody who has ill intent, exactly. then they're going to have ill intent. Everything exactly. they do, you're going to think is coming from that lens. That's a good point. So it's just your perception. You know, go talk to them. Go knock on the door. Give hey, each other a chance. Hey, like, right. do you even know your neighbors? You know, that's one thing. Like, I mean, you're you're a little different from me. You've been living in your neighborhood. For a while. Yeah. Right. So or you I, have ties. To, I have ties, too. But you know what I mean? Like, you physically, like, can I watched go all and, these people grow, yeah, grow up. Yeah. You know and that I mean? makes a difference. Mm-hmm. But for some of us that move around a lot, like, I, I put this on myself, too. I should know my neighbors a little bit better. I should be knocking on. I don't stay at home long enough, but I should. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and know who's by me and, and be able to help them and know that they're helping me and all those things so there's definitely more effort and more ways that we can connect and they don't always just have to look just like you you know right you should want to know like we're in LA so I'm always trying to learn Spanish speak to to Spanish speakers I don't care if you Mexican Asian I don't care I really don't we're all people (laughs) yeah we all people like I'm gonna always be black first but that's just black or native first but that's just because that's just who I am. It's so, just the reality of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, I'm, and we don't always 
know that we have these supports. So I want it to be obvious for us. You know, some other groups have gotten it together a little bit faster than us for whatever reasons. And that's okay. Uh-huh. We just got to focus on us and get there. Mm-hmm. And so before we go into the second half, it, which is going to be the recording from the other day, I want to conclude by saying that we're going to go out into the rest of the spring, going into summer, looking at our neighbors with positive intent, and we're going to be way more open and susceptible to finding out about each other and learning what networks we have around each other. Mm-hmm. And oh, there was like one more thing I really wanted to say. Oh, and we're going to speak it. Because you remember we were speaking about that like a few months ago. Like, Mm -hmm. we always say, oh, black people don't ever do nothing. We crabs in a barrel and blah, blah, blah. Like, let's switch our language. Yeah, stop talking about ourselves that way. Even things as small as black people are always late. That might seem like a small statement, but it is a negative statement. And if you you really truly feel that way, start speaking. You're going to be on time next time. Don't be late next time. Whatever the case is, we got to put... Um, king and queen energy out there that's pushing up not pushing down at mm-hmm. all and uh, shout out to Perky for the king and queen energy <laughs> <laughs> oh and oh, at the very 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 last thing for us now has a logos so oh, when we make dope. this catalog oh my gosh you guys I gave us such great representation thank you Ty Inkwell I'm not that's sure on who Instagram. you are yet but you did Ty, your thing yes man. he's he helped me do my Perky Perspectives logo and as well as the For Us logo and my other perky logo when I was traveling, the one where I'm in front of the Eiffel Tower. Basically, I give him ideas and he brings them to life. Like, I, I come up with the thing and the idea and I'm like, okay, I want this in it and I want this to be the symbolism and all that. And then he literally makes it come to life and it's so dope. So, you know, he's also, I'm going to have some of his artwork in the raffle. So if you guys are in the downtown area that is 420 starting at 8 p.m the address is 429 venice boulevard this is happening this month april 20th so please show out it's at an art gallery it's gonna be beautiful beautiful mm-hmm. come and come and hang out enjoy live barber because like i said it's a it's a hair event so we're gonna have somebody there that does hair but there's other plenty of people in the area that they might not specifically be sitting and doing a booth on hair but Almost, it's a lot of people that are in that space that know how to do hair. So, feel free to speak. Um, And so, yeah. So, please subscribe, join, comment, rate, like. My Instagram is PerkySexyCool. Twitter is TonyTonyTone. Website is PerksOfWellness.org. And the uh, Patreon, Periscope, and the podcast is under the Perky Perspectives brand. So please tune into that, and I hope you enjoyed this second half, and thank you guys for tuning in. Peace. Ooh. This is uh, Marquise. Just call me Eli G. You want to say your handle? Oh, yeah. You guys can find me on Instagram. I don't have nothing too fancy. It's just Marquise.Pigram. That's M-A-R-K-E-C-E-P-I-G-R-A-M. Um, and that'll be my Facebook and my Instagram. Um, one thing I want to say, I've been introduced to the For Us, and I want you guys to know that it's mainly, well, not mainly, but we really encourage the mingling in. Like, whether, So we're going to have vendors at this next event, 
whether you're a vendor or not. Come with your business cards and meet all the vendors. You know, exchange what you do because, like I said, my resources and your resources are going to be different, but they can help each other. Mm -hmm. My experiences and your experiences are going to be completely different, but we can help each other. So, you know, come on out and extend yourself. Mm -hmm. This isn't just for for me and for for Ashley. It's for us. It's for all of us. exact same book and I can say that was a waste of my time well you can say what are you saying I I see life completely different so it's all about that and I like this I like this conversation we're having I love it no yeah. matter how they intake information that's, mm-hmm. that's part of psychology and in fact I was at a um I was at this one place and it was like I think at least about like 60 some people there and and um uh we it was the bible scripture right and uh, uh it was to me a to me class everybody read the scripture and Every last person had a different opinion, theological understanding. And then, but every person said, well, the Holy Spirit is what teach me. So I said, okay, I'm listening, because I didn't want to go to the classes. People kept begging me to go, because they're like, man, you so knowledgeable. I know you can help. I'm like, I just go and listen one time. So I raised my hand. I said, I got a question. I said, I just heard you guys read one scripture, and I just heard almost 30 different theological opinions about that one scripture. And each one of you guys said, the Holy Spirit is teaching you. I said, I have a problem if it's the Holy Spirit teaching you because y'all all said something different and the Holy Spirit is about unity and, and, and y'all should have all had the same you know, uh, conclusion. I said, maybe you're just really relying on your own cognitive or intellectuality. Maybe it's not really the Holy Spirit that's teaching you. I said, maybe if you just really realize that you're supposed to study to show yourself approved and your opinions and your ideologies is good, but at the same time, if it's not biblical and it's not fact then you got to really kind of stand back for what you said I said, so i said i said i enjoyed y'all you guys but um just please don't keep relying on the holy spirit because i don't believe the holy spirit is teaching every last person and y'all all got a different opinion when the bible talks about order didn't we just talk about that yesterday? the difference between truth and fact it, it, that, everybody got their own truth that's the name that's the name of my book from speculation to revelation the subtitle is the difference between opinions and facts regarding god's word that's the actual subtitle cool. Uh, it's called from speculation to revelation the difference between opinions and facts regarding god's word and uh and that's the book and and, and what i mostly emphasize is the fact that we got forty-two thousand different denominations in christianity but every last denomination said they got the truth but they are preaching different from the same bible i said we got a problem when paul wrote corinthians that was around 1856 he wrote corinthians and he said he said i'm you said why is y'all separating yourself some of you say i'm a paul Another you guys say I'm of uh, Apollos. Another you would say I'm of Cephas. Another say I'm of Christ. He said, Christ is not divided. Preach the same thing, build one court. 8056, that was written. And now here we are, 2019, and we got 42,000. Pentecostal, Apostolic, Baptist, Mormons, Latter-day Saints, <laughs> Church of God in Christ. Nobody read Corinthians. <laughs> they stop at Genesis. That's a so. And so what I, what I do, one of my gifts, because when God gifted me with the gifts he gave me, and I always tell people this on Facebook, every time I go live, I let everybody know. I got a ninth grade education, never been to college, never been to theology school, never been to seminary school. You know, saying so always back and forth, you know, to prison uh, growing up. I said, so I don't got no education. God gifted me with this ability to articulate or advocate or postulate theology, psychology, biblical numerology, eschatology, it don't matter. God gifted me with it. So every time I'm on a radio station, I think I was telling you about that. They all be like, oh, man, what, you go to Harvard? I know, like, man, I got next grade education. I ain't, I ain't even graduated from high school. I ain't got a GED. They said, well, how are you, how are you so articulate? Man, how you know Greek good and Hebrew? I said, well, there's a God. 
that gives wisdom and gives knowledge. You know what I mean? And that's what God did with me. So I don't have no credentials, so I don't I can't boast about my about who I am. All I can boast in is what God did. And so and so and I remember when God said, you know, as he told Paul, he said God would choose the dumb things of the world to confound the wise. We was talking about that uh, yesterday too, saying how uh, well, I was saying how I look at the youth a lot, and I just wonder, like, where are they going to end up? Because I work with people who are, well, you know, Miss Cooper, I work with people who are homeless. So yeah. it's sometimes they'll come to me and they'll be like, oh, the, all these things are happening. But it's like, what was the lead up? Like, what were you doing? Mm-hmm. And I feel like what our community is missing a lot mm-hmm. is that we spend so much time working and mm-hmm. we have 50 million jobs that we're not raising our children. I don't have children, so I can't say from personal experience, but we're not raising them to really realize their dreams, recognize mm-hmm. them, and tap into it. Because just like how you, you didn't have to go get a piece of paper to know that you that's your gift. It's mm-hmm. like some people, they just float around. They don't know their gift. Yeah, and it, it, it's right there sometimes. That's true. The problem is most of the time when God gives visions, the visions is going to always surpass one's intellectual or, or, or you know, it's they always. It's going to go beyond. Yeah, it'll go beyond your ability to really fathom and put it together because you'll look at yourself and say, well, I'm not qualified for that. I can't do that. And so you won't really, you know, press towards that. And so, and the reason, the reason being because you're looking at your history of how you grew up and what you indulge yourself in and you feel yourself not being worthy. But the problem is, exactly, out of the box. Because when God gives you a vision, he gave you something that does not, you're not really supposed to understand. Because once you believe it, then he's going to bring it to fruition. He's going to actually make it manifest. And that's that's where the problem is. Mm -hmm. Our disbelief. See, oh, I don't. Last year I did a Bible Jeopardy in Andalusia, Alabama. Mm -hmm. Had no idea I was going to do it again this year. Here I am in Andalusia, Alabama, Mm -hmm. doing a Bible Jeopardy in July. Mm -hmm. Ten years ago, last year was ten years ago, I started scholarship in, what was the name of that city? Enterprise. Enterprise, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Did I know I was going to be doing that for 10 years? Eight students killed, school completely destroyed. I'm watching the governor on television mm-hmm. crying. Called the governor, what can I do? The governor wrote me a letter. So I started this scholarship thing. Last year I celebrated it in Alabama. Had a Tuskegee Airman to open it, 90, 90 years old. That's another thing I want to talk about, the Tuskegee Airman, because they are dying and we ain't doing nothing, nothing to <coughs> need to highlight them. And as a matter of fact, as soon as he's, as they got back to Lumberton, North Carolina, the wife died, you know, and so so many stories. But at any rate, you have no idea what God is going to do. That's right. Now, I'm a poor little old girl from Andalusia, Alabama. Didn't have hot and cold running water. You know, you hear these stories all the time, mm-hmm. people that are in the 70s and stuff. And I am amazed at what has happened to me all these years. Right. I've never been poor. I've never been, as a child, I was poor. I was hungry and I, and I've never been, I've never had all that. I can't even think of poor. I think of filthy rich. That's what I think about. Because as a man thinketh, so is he. <laughs> and this is why I told this little girl right here, I'm going to help her. All, all, I'm going to give her all that. Uh, your mama, 
Yeah. Your mama is so talented. Yeah. Look, she's got me wearing these big old clothes. I've lost so much weight on that vegan diet. Yeah, yeah. look yeah. at that. And you're moving around a lot. I remember. I remember yeah. seeing when yeah. I first got here. It's uh-huh. a lot. It's a lot of progress. You know what I said? What you just said, Mama, uh, about the part of uh, so what a man thinking. What I like about that is the fact that uh, what he does is he move past the mind. He don't say so what a man think of in his mind. He says so what a man think of in his heart. And that's actually the Hebrew word live. And that's what's connected to your actual will. And so now I see how powerful the mind is because even if you pour and you think rich, you can actually bring that to fruition. You can bring, mm-hmm. that's yeah, the whole part of, yes, that's. It's affirmations. Yeah, yes. Affirmations. I do threes. I do my threes. I, mm-hmm. I, I say it, I think it, I bind it. And you write and, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's my binding. binding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and then I. Have a too, say what? Write your visions down. Yeah, Make the vision. That's why all the visions. Because right before I came to speak to you, when I right before I came to see your daughter, I spoke with Miss Cooper as well, and me and Marquise have been speaking about doing the housing projects and doing all these different things with people's properties and stuff. Then I spoke to you, and then your mom happened to come in. I seen her working out outside actually. Because Darlene. Was being discharged from Kaiser oh, with nowhere her. to go. Right. So this doctor was astounded. You you gonna take her in now? Now where do you live? I said Lavera, and you gonna take this woman in? Uh, she has nowhere else to go. Right. She's a sick female. I'm a registered nurse. Yeah. Okay. So here comes Miss Darlene, and then this is how I met. Your mother. All right, yeah. and then she introduced she me to Miss Elizabeth. I mean, to and it's just, this, uh, <laughs> it's just this trickle, but right? That's how <laughs> like God does things. God, God, God is doing something, I Greatest, think, very strategic for, for 19. 2019 is very prophetic. No yes. Very prophetic. Yeah. I feel like 2018 was planning, and 2019 is when all this stuff is starting. Well, see, the to, thing, to uh, uh, the numerology. Yeah, the biblical right? numerology, because mm-hmm. if, you, if you leave it, okay, like we know one will be creation, number two will be. Um, Illumination, three will be plantation, four will be harvest, five will be grace, six will be man, seven will be uh, uh, a completion, eight is new beginning, but nine, we talking about the prophetic. Uh, Isn't 2017, was that the one? What, tw- uh, 2017? Yeah. Well, I think, is it different for, are we doing it as our cultures, the numerology, like well, the year, it, or each person, because each person has their own numerology. Yeah, well, that, yeah, that, yeah, you, I mean, you could look at it from that perspective. Usually mm-hmm. when I deal with numerology, I always deal with biblical numerology, because yes. I look at everything as a whole, the totality of yes. numerology, and, and where it basically uh, come from. But like, basically, everything that got to do with numerology, dealing with just people, the foundation, the very undergird, is from the Bible. Okay. Because everything when you deal with threes, every even even our minds out of one, two, three, go. Everything is always gonna be in the three in three form. You know, just like you said when you dealt with the threes. So when I deal with numerology, I deal with the biblical numerology because that emphasizes everything that kind of basically branched out to show that it branches from the Bible and then it goes into different other uh areas whether it deal with people or So uh, what number are, is two thousand nineteen under? Uh, what uh, that's what I'm saying. We're talking about prophetic. Mm-hmm. It'll be it'll be more the prophetic. It's more of the spiritual uh, uh, part of things. Yeah. You gonna sit by me? Put it together. Okay. Um, I can sit right there. Yeah, I'm finna.
gonna check. I'm trying to do it. Yeah, yeah. You know it takes the I'm not the tallest man, but watch how I stand up, y'all. Yeah. All right. Come on now. <laughs> I said, I'm not the tallest man, but watch how I stand up. And I did my shirt like that right there. Oh, man. <laughs> 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 it does take, it does take mm -hmm. us coming together. That's why I'm so big on unity.